Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. My name is Pearl Steinzer, Assistant Editor at the American Journal of Managed Care. On this episode of Managed Carecast, we had the opportunity to speak with Kathy Lydon, Vice President of Community Engagement at Capital District Physicians Health. Kathy brings to this role a keen understanding of individual, community, and systems level issues that impact overall health. Prior to her current role, Kathy worked with homeless and at-risk individuals and families developing and running outcome-driven programs to meet the complex need of this population. So first and foremost, Kathy, welcome to the podcast. We're happy to have you here. Can you please start off with just introducing yourself and providing a brief overview of the work that you do? Sure. Good morning, Pearl, and thank you for having me. Uh, My name is Kathy Lydon. I am Vice President of Community Engagement at CDPHP, Capital District Physicians Health Plan. Uh, We are a regional non-for-profit health plan. Uh, We serve just about 400,000 members across upstate New York. Um, And CDPHP, as a company, we were founded by and continue to be led by local physicians and we really pride ourselves on offering high quality health plans and a strong commitment to the communities that we serve. In my role at CDPHP, focusing on community engagement, um, my goal is to support our mission to build healthier communities. Awesome. And CDPHP recently participated in two new food and security initiatives. Can you tell us more about these programs? Sure. And I can first kind of start by explaining, you know, the way that we as an organization address food insecurity uh, really happens, I would say, in two different buckets. So uh, in terms of our philanthropic support for initiatives in the community that are focusing on addressing food access, including access to food that includes healthy options for folks, um, as well as more in the contracting vein. So we contract with a number of different organizations to provide specific services that help address Uh, food insecurity in our communities. So kind of starting off on that philanthropic side, a couple different uh, ways that we help address food insecurity. Um, Here in Albany, New York, which is where our headquarters are based, uh, we support a feed and read program in conjunction with the Albany City School District and an organization called HADIS. Um, And the feed and read program really is meant to provide access to food insecure households with bags of food that can help get families through the weekends when we know resources run tight, you know, students aren't getting their their regular meals during the school day. Um, And we want to make sure that households have access to foods to, to really support the nutrition for kids, as well as reading materials, which is a really neat feature of the program. Um, and so by the end of the school year, in addition to receiving these bags of food for the weekends, kids are also getting books and they build up a library by the end of the school year at home, um, which is really neat. Our specific role in that program is to uh, underwrite the costs of fresh milk and eggs um, for these households that otherwise, you know, with SNAP benefits running tight, uh, that might not be able to afford those items. Well. And how were you able to participate in these programs? Um, How did you get any buy-in from leadership? Sure. So we were invited to participate in this program uh, because of our great relationships with both the school district um, and the other organizations that are involved in this partnership. 
Um, there's a similar program, just to mention a second one that kind of involves some of the similar players. So also focusing on the city of Albany, where we see a lot of concentrated need. Um, and there's a summer program that runs. So, you know, we're, we're covering kind of during the school year, making sure that households indeed have that access to food regularly. And then during the summer, uh, we partner with a program called Play Streets that's run by the city of Albany's Department of Recreation. Um, and we serve healthy food during the Play Streets program throughout um, July and August in the summer months. And that program is great because it focuses on uh, increasing physical activity in, with kids that live in the city of Albany. They're invited to come to local parks, um, participate in some structured activities for free. And then we plug in um, some really great healthy, but also um, uh, food options that kids are interested in. Um, to supplement that program. So it really is a nice pairing together. And again, kind of the why behind that is because we have such great relationship with the city of Albany. Um, and we are known for our efforts to address food insecurity in the community. And so um, this one also came to us uh, because we were kind of the, the, the first entity that they thought of um, to help plug in the need for that program. Got it. And what was the overall response to these initiatives among community members, leadership, and anyone who could have been involved? Sure, we've had a great response. Um, the school districts, we get some great survey data back um, at the end of every school year uh, that comes directly from the households that have been receiving the food, um, as well as the school staff that help administer this program in terms of, you know, they're, they're the key access point as far as distributing the actual packages of, of food that um, Haddis prepares. And so kind of through these feedback channels, um, you know, we've had story of families that they've, they've really counted on this food because again, with resources stretched tight, SNAP benefits not uh, necessarily being able to cover the full amount of need that households have uh, for food, we're happy to be able to plug in um, and provide the support to make sure that the food needs are met in our most kind of at-risk and underserved households um, here in our immediate area. Mm -hmm. um, and you mentioned this was in the immediate area of Albany, New York. So I was just wondering, like, what kind of resources there are um, throughout for uh, New York and not just in Albany as well? Absolutely. So that, again, was one of the reasons that we plugged into this program, because there was a need. So when we think of kind of our, our, I'll use our capital region here in New York State as an example, there were other existing um, backpack programs, if you will, uh, that helped students in need with food access on the weekends. But here in Albany, uh, at the time that this arrangement was set up, there really was a need for one. There wasn't a structured program that was running. Um, so again, our, our goal is really to kind of um, fill in where there's unmet needs and be of resource to the community. Um, and so we really have, um, we've really latched onto this program in particular. Uh, and from a sustainability perspective, we are a key partner in making sure that this program continues to run um, year after year um, until hopefully someday, right? Um, you know, the Department of Education or other systems partners come up with a more uh, feasible long-term solution. In the meantime, though, we're going to make sure that our families in our area get fed. Mm -hmm. 
And in addition to these initiatives, CDPHB also has its own initiatives for food insecurity. Can you tell us more about the work CDPHB does to address this issue? Sure. Yeah. And this is something we've been working on. Um, it's, it's not new for us. We really began a heavy focus on social determinants of health. Um, geez, about 10 years ago now. Um, and so over that time period, um, we have definitely realized along that journey that when it comes to food insecurity, there is no one size fits all solution. We have to have a portfolio of solutions uh, ready to address this really multifaceted issue. Um, and so some of that involved uh, setting up contracts with different types of organizations and some of which include community organizations to address very specific needs. Uh, so one of our partnerships is with a uh, regional entity that really serves as kind of the, um, the navigator role for anyone that's looking to link with very local resources directly in their own community that can help increase their access to food. So whether that's a food pantry or a community meal site, um, and via this contract, we're able to, our care team is able to refer members to receive that really personalized level of assistance. Um, you know, it's not so much as just sending a referral over. We all know that sometimes that does not lead to a good engagement rate. And so the entity that we contract with really steps in and provides that hands-on support to ensure that there's a successful linkage to food resources for, for each member that we refer. I would say that's one example. We have some other programs that provide medically tailored food packages. Uh, we have a solution for post-hospital discharge uh, meals delivered right to the home. Um, and then, you know, a very different type of solution that we employ, uh, one that I'm really excited about is um, a farmer's market focused program that we started a few years back. And it's specifically for um, our Medicaid members in defined geographic areas. So we partner with a community organization as well as two farmer's markets in our region. And we really market this offering to members that have um, uh, high social vulnerability, meaning they're likely to be food insecure, uh, who have chronic conditions, including diabetes, hypertension, um, obesity, and maybe haven't shopped at a farmer's market or considered a farmer's market as an access point that's affordable uh, for healthy foods. And so this program really introduces them to the shopping experience at a farmer's market. It provides them with vouchers to spend on healthy items at the markets uh, and also access to a nutrition coordinator that can really help them understand what are the different options available, how to prepare the foods that they're going to be purchasing, you know, ideas for recipe and other nutrition support. And that program has had a really, really great response. Um, we have data that we monitor internally here in terms of outcomes, as well as survey data from folks that are directly served by the program, um, and both have been showing just very positive impact. Um, so we're really excited about that offering in particular. Cool. So just to clarify, these farmers markets, the foods coming from actual farmers in the area? Yes, that's correct. So it really is a win-win in that sense, because we're helping uh, through the money that we're we're kind of pumping into these markets through the vouchers we're giving out to our members, it's also having a very positive impact, impact on the farmers and farms that are represented at these markets uh, selling their their goods. Very cool. And how does the issue of food insecurity and providing food resources contribute to the overall mission at CDPHP? 
Sure. So we are all about doing whatever we can to help build healthier communities. Um, and so this is really just a fundamental way. Uh, we know, again, with the focus on social determinants of health, um, I think food access is just, you know, food access, housing, top of list, right? In terms of barriers that can impede um, someone's ability to uh, improve their own health or even take time to focus on different aspects of their health. We know that if people are worried about where they're gonna have their next meal or you know, where they're gonna sleep that night, um, it's gonna be near impossible for them to focus on things like preventive care or getting the right care to address a chronic condition. Um, so this really, um, you know, from a population health perspective, this just makes great sense for us to be focusing um, on that, on these issues, in addition to uh, being fundamental to our mission. Great. And is there anything else you'd like to add on the topic of food insecurity or social determinants of health um, and resources? I would just, you know, want to reiterate, I guess, that um, you can't have a one size fits all solution. And I know nowadays there's a lot of different, you know, electronic referral platforms and things in play in different uh, different states, there's certainly different areas in New York State. And I think those are really great for facilitating referrals. I just think we have to be careful about the level of need uh, that the folks that need these services the most are experiencing and making sure that we're meeting them where they're at and providing you know, that right level of support to ensure good access and linkage to services that are going to be impactful on their lives. Perfect, thank you so much. You're welcome. If you are interested in learning more about food insecurity, please check out agmc.com or see the show notes. And if you liked our podcast, please make sure to subscribe and rate us.